Welcome to the Soulful Summit Podcast, a journey to your higher self. I'm your host, Haley Peel, a life coach and pharmacist, where I will help you elevate your self-care, reclaim your energy, and align with your true north. We will chat about holistic living, adventure, raising your energetic vibration, and how to connect with your higher self. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Empowered Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Peel. I'm a holistic adventure coach and a pharmacist. I love outdoor adventure and my dog, Fitzroy. In 2012, I walked into the Grand Canyon for a 42-mile thru-hike, and 28 hours later, emerged with swollen, blistered feet, a broken spirit, and a fear of living adventurously. Ultimately, this experience woke me up and inspired me to run an Ironman, climb to 18,000 feet in the Himalayas, and return to the 42-mile Grand Canyon rim-to-rim-to-rim hike. This show is about helping you live your best adventure-inspired life. It's about finding a balance between stretching ourselves and being content and grateful each day. Every week, I will share adventures, insights, and tips to empower you to step into your own adventure-inspired life and unleash your inner strength. I started this show because I'm passionate about cultivating grit, growth, and gratitude, but I also need a community to encourage that growth a lifeline to lean on when things get tough, something to remind me that I'm not alone and to help me rise again. I hope you learn something, laugh a little, and are empowered to step into your best adventure-inspired life. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Empowered Adventure Podcast. If you like the show so far, make sure you subscribe, share it with a friend, rate it, and leave a review. So before I get today's mini episode topic, I wanted to share the adventure of how I got and met Fitzroy. His birthday is coming up. Um, At the time this episode drops, I think it'll be a few days after. So his birthday is March 10th and he will be six years old. And I just wanted to share this story because I never thought that I would have a dog personally. I never had pets growing up and I was actually a little scared of dogs when I was a kid. And so owning a dog just wasn't on my radar at all. I had no desire to pick up dog poo, dog hair, or be anywhere near a large barking dog. And to be honest, I kind of always rolled my eyes a little bit at people that thought of their dog as a child. I I went out with a guy once years ago who told me he couldn't wait for me to meet his kid. And, you know, I was in my early 20s and I'm like, okay. And he he was describing his blue tick coonhound who he had brought on the date with him when we when we went out and he left him in his car and this dog was like literally howling across the parking lot. Anyways, so but I, I to be honest, I get it now. Like I am totally that dog mom who views Fitzroy as her kid. So I understand now, but I did did not always understand. So the way I met Fitz, and I, I don't know really what shifted. I just remember I was in my kitchen one day and I was like, this thought popped in my head of like, I think I want a puppy. I think I want to take care of a puppy. And maybe it was just kind of being around my friend's dogs. They warmed me up to the idea of owning a dog and he could go on adventures with me and trail run and hike and that sort of thing. So 
I met Fitz when he was three weeks old. I, I did all this research and try to figure out like, you know, which type of dog did I want? And so I found a breeder, a golden doodle breeder, breeder a little bit south of Nashville. And so when I met Fitz, he was three weeks old. And I, so the first dog that I picked up there, the litter was only, was small. I think there was only like three, three puppies. And I picked up this little white doodle who was cute, but he was just like terrified in my hands. He was just like shaking uncontrollably. And then he peed all over my hands. And I was like, no, not this one. (laughs) So then I picked up Fitzroy and he looked like a little gerbil and he was just sleeping and calm. And so I was like, okay, so I put down like a deposit and then I went home and I was like still kind of uncertain. And so for weeks, I really stressed about this decision and I read blogs. I talked to every dog owner I knew. It was just like an ongoing dialogue of back and forth, back and forth. One day I would be in all in on having a puppy. And the next day I'd be like, I don't know, like I want to be traveling and doing all these adventures. And I don't know if I want to, you know, can I really take care of this puppy? And my younger sister, it was funny. She was, she gave me a little bit of perspective. She was like, Haley, you have no trouble hiking up mountains in extreme conditions, but you're afraid to do what millions of people do on a regular basis. Everyone is a dog owner, Haley. You're not climbing Everest. I'm like, okay, this is, this is a valid point. You know, in the end, I, you know, obviously it was my decision and I had this like mental turmoil, like really it was, it was a bit excessive, but in the end, I decided to take him home and I am so glad I did. He has brought so much joy. He, I've, I, I'm outside even more just walking him twice a day. He's, I met more neighbors in the first week Fitz came home than in the entire four years that I had lived at my current house. And it's just, it was amazing. Like he, he really does like remove stress and he, they all, he is, he's like so excited to see me when I come home, always brings a smile. And so I get it. Like I, I am one of the dog owners now. Like I understand like and appreciate, yeah, he is my kid. So I, I totally get it. But you know, at the time, like owning a dog was way outside my comfort zone, but it was, it's definitely, I've definitely learned how to be more patient and kind and less controlling, you know, like I'm a little bit of a control freak of like, you know, house has to be clean and various things, but it's, I'm learning to let, you know, those things go. And so now I, you know, I, I love having them and I'm just excited to continue to go on more, more hikes with Fitzroy. So that's my outside my comfort zone adventure story about Fitzroy. So I want to get today's topic. So today's mini episode is about morning routine or spiritual gym. And I heard this term or read this term reading Jen Sincero's book in You Are a Badass Every Day. And when I first read Spiritual Gym, I love this concept. So I'm trading in my morning routine for the spiritual gym every day. So having a morning routine or going to the spiritual gym, they these, having this consistently, it reduces stress it helps ground you and boosts productivity. And so what exactly is a spiritual gym? So according to Jen Sincero, a spiritual gym is one to three things you do on a daily basis that helps build your inner strength muscles. So they build resiliency, grit, they keep you motivated, inspired, and hopeful to creating your most epic life. So 
The spiritual gym can include things like meditation, appreciation lists, movement, listening to inspirational podcasts or inspiring speakers, reading personal development books, journaling, mirror work, uncovering limiting beliefs, like noticing your patterns, your unwanted patterns, and then doing the work to break through those limiting beliefs, affirmations, playlist song, breath work. I love breath work, creating a vision board and intention setting. So these are just a few things. So what I like to do for my spiritual gym is I do a five to 10 minute meditation in the morning. I either write down or kind of mentally go through things that I'm appreciative for either the day before or what I'm looking forward to. And I really work to call in the feelings of appreciation associated with the things that I'm grateful for. And then I do some sort of like short movement, whether it be like a couple push-ups or a short plank, just to kind of get my blood flowing. And this, you know, takes less than 20 minutes and it's something easy, fun, and it helps just start my day off on the right foot. So why is creating your spiritual gym important? So success is not a straight line and it's not a destination. It's a winding journey full of ups, downs, twists, and turns, and your spiritual daily workouts will both ground you and give you energy. They're there for you as an anchor, a reminder to keep taking small steps towards your desires, and they help you appreciate your present moment. When we can really feel gratitude and appreciation for our lives each day, then we realize that peace and strength are always available to us. So how do I start? So just pick one to three simple things that you will commit to daily and make them non-negotiable. They should take you no more than 15 or 30 minutes and get really specific on your routine. So if you choose a song for your, to start off your day, what song will you choose for your walk-on song? When will you listen to it? How long will you meditate and where will you meditate? What inspirational book will you read? Will you read one page a day? And until you make this a consistent habit where it's part of your identity, how will you remind yourself to commit to your spiritual gym routine? Do you like sticky notes? So you can do a sticky note on your mirror by your bed. You can put a reminder alarm on your phone. I really like doing this. You can actually like title the alarm spiritual gym just to remind you to do that every morning. Get an accountability partner. Maybe it's a friend or mentor or spouse, and maybe you can create and commit to your spiritual gym workouts together. If you want to talk to a coach, I am here to help you through any feelings of stuckness or uncertainty. I can help you create clarity around the inner strength you desire and help you take the next simple step to unleashing it. So just a reminder of a few things that the spiritual gym can include meditation, appreciation lists, some sort of movement, listening to inspirational podcasts, reading personal development books, journaling, mirror work, uncovering limiting beliefs, like noticing your unwanted patterns and doing the work to break through them, affirmations, playlist song, breath work, vision board, and intention setting. So for action steps for this week, just choose one to three, no more than three, mini workouts for your spiritual gym, write them down and then what they are and when and where you're going to practice at your spiritual gym, and then put a sticky note up or put a reminder on your phone to do them each day. 
So you deserve to live your best vibrant life full of purpose, adventure, and aliveness, and it is all available to you. So that is all that I have for you today, and I will talk to you soon. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want you to know that I'm here to support you. So if there's a question you have or a way I can support you, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Haley's Comments 310 or connect with me at haleyscomments.com. I'll be dropping episodes each week and I'm excited to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. As a busy woman in the corporate world, I experienced success in the traditional sense. A good job, a house, friends and family, my dog Fitzroy. I had a lot to be grateful for, yet something still felt off. I felt like I was just going through the motions without any real sense of purpose or fulfillment. I struggled to find work-life balance. I felt like I was always on the go, juggling multiple responsibilities. I had lost touch with who I really am and what truly makes me happy. I was living on autopilot. What do you do if you feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time, like you're constantly running on empty? What do you do if you can't seem to switch off and just relax? Even when you do have downtime, your mind is still racing with work and family worries. If you feel this way, you're not alone and this is completely normal. It's why I designed a quiz to help busy, successful career women in their 30s and 40s who feel their life force is being drained, prioritize their self-care and reclaim their energy by knowing their unique self-care style. When you finish the quiz, you get your tailor-made results sent directly to your inbox. Just click the link in the podcast show notes to take your free quiz to find out what is your unique self-care style.